you, 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 you are about to experience Vegas bad boys of podcasting. Fortunately, you are about to hear lots of opinions, but uh, rarely any facts. Impersonations might occur, but uh, good luck trying to figure them out. This program is not intended for kids or the easily offended. Listener discretion is advised. You have been warned. You press play. It's too late to stop. Get ready to podcast. Alright, welcome to another edition of Vegas Bad Boys of Podcasting. DJ Impact here. Got the bad boys here. Matt Michael, Sin City, Steve, Simon Street. We have a special guest with us too. Mr. Travis here with us. Welcome to the show. This is our three count. For everyone, thanks for hanging out and watching with us. Make sure you throw your comments into the comments box, YouTube Live, Facebook Live, Twitch. Make sure you get your comments so you can be heard. And if you're unable to watch us live, thanks for downloading the podcast and listening on your own time. Okay, this is our three count. Let's get right into it. It's time. Biggest bad boys of podcasting present. One, two, three. Count talk. Count talk, baby. Here's our count one. one. Mandy Rose released by WWE. This is WrestlingNews.co. This is how it reads. It's pretty simple and straight to the point. Fightful is reporting that Mandy Rose has been released by WWE. Sean Ross Sapp noted that the reason for her release is because she put the company in a tough position by posting adult photos on her brand Ermy account. Rose was trending on Monday after someone posted photos and video clips on Twitter that show her nude and semi-nude. This would explain why Rose dropped NXT Women's Championship last night to Roxanne Perez. The match would have taken place at a later date, but was added to the show last night without prior advertising. Quote, uh, it says the full tweet from SRS says, quote, Fightful Select have learned that Mandy Rose has been released by WWE and WWE officials felt they were put in a tough position based on the content she was posting on her brand army page. They felt like it was outside of the perimeters of her WWE deal. All right, normally, Matt Michaels, being that this is your story, I go right over to you, but we have our special guest, Travis, here. Man, tell us, what you think about this whole story, man? Mandy Rose being released because of some nude photos? Well, first of all, I have to say, I feel like John Cena. He has his first match in WWE next week, and I'm have my first appearance on the Vegas Bad Boys today. <laughs> so, also, I, I, just before we get to Mandy Rose, I, I, I got two questions. Why in the little opening of the video, like Simon Street's like in the slums of Vegas? <laughs> like all you guys are elsewhere, and Simon's in the slums of Vegas. And then the, the, the countdown, I now I know what it feels like to be in that elimination survivor iron person thing, whatever. I was sitting there backstage waiting for my time. I don't know if Axiom was in, in the pod or 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 if, if uh, uh, was, was like Grayson Waller was running around the ring. I was like, great, it's almost my turn. But anyways, <laughs> on to Mandy Rose. Yes. Um, so, you know, I mean, it's a very interesting topic 
because I became aware of Mandy Rose's, uh, I, I mean, I knew she had a page and everything, but um, I think it was about a month ago where I think a certain uh, friend of yours, uh, <laughs> King Lucky, uh, obviously has uh, been getting some Mandy Rose photos uh-huh. and um, he, you know, passes them along. And I was like, you know, whatever, they were G-string in the pool, okay. And then recently it started to get like, oh, wow, okay. Interesting. Um, so, and then obviously in the past a uh, week or two, there is a picture with her and her fiance Tino pretty much in the shower. While their faces were not shown in the picture, it was, you know, it, it was definitely softcore porn, mm-hmm. you know. So, and I think that's the point where WWE was like, yo, like, okay, hold up. So, I think we need to look at a lot of aspects of this thing. One, she was the only person in the company that was doing this stuff. Um, I don't know how other females in the company felt. You know, we do know there's a quote by the former Ember Moon about the two-hour NXT meeting about the women there having, you know, to show more or wear fishnet booty shorts and so forth was pretty much, you know, a shot at a certain person who was champing at that time. Um, but you know, I mean, Mandy saw the aspect of what OnlyFans did for a lot of people during the pandemic. Um, I, I have, you know, friends who are only friends, uh, only fans. And I actually have a, a friend who did very successful on OnlyFans to the point where she just bought a four bedroom house in Santa Clarita, you know, earlier this year. And if anyone knows the price ranges of four bedroom homes in Santa Clarita, you know, that's what her OnlyFans account, you know, got her. But at the same time, she's doing way more because she's a porn star. Um, Mandy was, you know, pretty much getting fans to get to her page. And I heard there were, um, there was a video of her showing her sex toys. Um, there's, uh, I heard there was stuff where you could pay like a couple hundred bucks and she may rate a body part or so or so on. And I'm sure you can figure things out. Um, but it was interesting that WWE was letting her do this. And it seems like obviously everyone, as with every release in WWE, the first thing Twitter says is, oh, WWE is a bad company. And, oh, this person should sue WWE. And uh, I'm like, first of all, we don't know what was in her contract. You know, her contract obviously allowed her to have this website. It was not only fans. It was something else. Her contract allowed her to have that website. Her contract allowed WWE to know that she had this website. And I'm sure pretty much WWE had some restrictions that she was, you know, where she had to meet and was so forth. Biding by the restrictions because none of this was talked about for the whole year until the past couple weeks. Um, So, you know, I mean. So if that's the case, why now? Uh, I mean, frustration. <laughs> I mean, if you read the internet, the, the Meltzers, the Satins, and so on, I mean, how many times this year did we hear Mandy Rose is getting caught up? You know, I think we heard that around WrestleMania. I think we heard that around SummerSlam, you know, and then it's like she did it. And, you know, I think maybe frustration may have kicked in. Mm. And, you know, maybe she saw, hey, if I do this, 
Maybe that's the way out of my contract. You know, um, there's different stories. There's two different stories about, you know, what happened between Monday night and Tuesday morning of last week. Uh, I saw the match. Uh, I personally felt that at the end of the match, she knew that that was her last match. Um, there's obviously other aspects to this story, but you know, it's, it's one of those things. Uh, the one thing I want to bring up is that how, you know, Meltzer was like, you know, well, she, he doesn't know how AEW would, you know, react to her. You know, if AEW would pick her up due to what TNT or TBS. And, you know, I I actually had to send the guy an email. I was like, dude, Paige Van Zandt is under AEW contract. Exactly. I mean, exactly. come on now. And, like, I'm not going to call out anyone else, but there are two other people under AEW contract that's on Dynamite and Rampage that have harder stuff out there. Yeah. You know, if you look, you can find it. I'm not going to... Yep. I'm not going to say their stuff, but if you look, you can find it. On top of that, AEW uses extras. There is an extra who has worked for AEW on Dark and so forth. He is a male porn star. His girlfriend is a very well-known female porn star. They have an OnlyFans. His Twitter has his dick out. I mean, come on. And it's it's not hidden. If you've seen, there's another uh, person who may be on a show-by-show a -show contract with AEW. Um, but it's not a secret, so I can mention Kayla Rossi. You know, her stuff has most recently gone pretty hardcore on her mm -hmm. site. You know, good for her. Not knocking her. These women in 2022, 2023 know how to utilize their bodies and make a profit. You know, so for Meltzer to say, oh, you know, TNT, I mean, come on. That, that, that was the most ridiculous thing I've heard all week, and that's from talking to... Thunder Rosa and seeing Tony uh, Tony Khan's tweets, and for Meltzer to win the ridiculous award of the week, that says a lot. <laughs> but um, you know, there's 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 that. Um, I find it funny that all these fans are like, you know, oh, I wish this girl would do this, or I wish this girl would do that, and then it's like when the when the woman actually does something to create a site like this, how the fans take the content and like release it. Mm -hmm. It's like yeah. you you asked for her to do something. She finally, out of a whole wrestling industry, she was one that finally agreed to do something. And then you steal her content, and then you get mad at WWE for 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 releasing her. Like mm -hmm. I, I saw so many people mad at WWE on 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 Tuesday or or Wednesday. I'm like, yo, maybe be mad at the people who are stealing the content and releasing it. You know, and and that's the part that sucks because I mean. It's it's like you're you, I it's, it's something Dana White talked about years ago, and honestly, uh, I'll go into a quick mm -hmm. background. But you know, when I was an adult, you know, the thing that kind of shut down our our studio was the fact that all of our product product was being stolen and released for free. So I firsthand know what it's like to have your product stolen and you know released for 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 free, and then losing you know not only a profit, but in my case, losing my job. Because mm -hmm. it was impossible for the lawyers to go out and fight this every single day. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, it's, it's, it's just weird. You know, obviously the fans are, you know, I put air quotes now because they're, are, are they fans? Like you, like she was so cool to do this. And, you know, and so there's people lucky who uh, was like, well, she's going to, you know, make so much money now. And, you know, she should do hardcore porn. Like what? Really? 
Like, let's 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 sit back and think about this for a second. She dro- she went in there and dropped the title very very professionally. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to say, you know, in this era right now. I mean, how many people put up a fight or something? You know, um, she left. I, I I'm pretty sure she left on really good terms. You know, she's not going to do anything to hurt her best friend, her business partner, Sonya Deville, who works for this company. You know, they have businesses outside of WWE together. They're best friends. Um, and I think Mandy knows in the long run, she the door will always be open once things smooth smooth over. Mandy mm-hmm. is engaged. Um, she's hinted that she would like to try the bodybuilding thing one more time. And, you know, I mean, I think also at this point, she may even want to have a kid. So it's like, I feel she's probably trying to get all of this uh, OnlyFans type of material out before she starts having a family. Because once she does, she won't have time to do all this. And she won't want to put her family out there and, and so forth. So, you know, it's like two, two, three years, things will blow over. And do I see Mandy Rose back in WWE? Yeah, full time, maybe not. But do I see her back? Of course, definitely. But if she decided to do what a lot of fans would want her to do and go the hardcore route. No, I don't see a return, but I just don't see her, especially with her personal businesses. You know, she, I I don't see her ruining her, her business partnership with Sonya, um, doing anything hardcore, you know? So, but to um... say nonetheless, she, she had a very interesting year, you know, year and a half, you know, she was in the house when the stalker came. You know, she yeah. she did get engaged to Tino recently. Um, I believe within three months, three weeks of getting engaged to Tino, she uh, one of her co-stars on Tough Enough, Sarah Lee, passed, and then within a month of that, her brother passed. So she's had a very you know trying last uh, half of the year, and whatever she's doing to make extra income, which from what I've calculated with some tremendous income uh weekly uh she has every right to do it so let me um well the oh go ahead go ahead no no i was i was just gonna add to some of that i think it's good that you're sharing a lot of these things uh travis because these are things that a lot of people don't have the common sense to read between the line or to do research so we appreciate you for coming on the show and doing that the one thing i want to quickly separate is number one and two from her as the person i think she's a very nice person and everything is great and some of the things you mentioned that her life going forward might be true. But I'm very vocal when I've said that, you know, this this might have been a bit of a blessing in disguise for her. Because if you look at Mandy Rose long term, uh, you know, although she had a very long title reign, I still felt like that title reign really insulted my intelligence. That's just my opinion. OK, there's some other people that probably could have been a lot better. Um, with that saying, if she had went to the main roster, none of this happened. It would have been lackluster, I truly believe. You know, I don't, I don't see her up there with the greats in the women's division. Let's just say she goes to AEW and that's something she could do. I don't know, because they've been saying that shit online. She's no better than Jade Cargill. She looks like a champion, smells like a champion, but she really isn't a champion if you put her up against a higher pedigree of, of people in the ring. Is that something that it, all y'all don't see sometimes? That's why I don't want to really talk about it that much, because she's not that special to me. Um, You know, I mean, I agree with you. Uh, obviously... It's interesting for any female to go to AEW right now, because my feeling is is where where are you placed? Because 
Britt's always going to be number one or number two. Mm-hmm. And then you have Soraya. Mm-hmm. And then you have um, Jade. And then you have... And then you have the rest of the roster and then Thunder Rosa, apparently. Well, no, and, but that's where I'm getting. Because everyone's like, oh, Thunder Rosa, Thunder Rosa, Thunder Rosa. I'm like, oh, where is she going to be placed when she comes back? Because between Britt, Jade, Soraya, uh, Tony Storm, and Jamie Hayter, that's your top five right there. Yeah. They, they've basically moved on while she's been gone. And with no tag division... You know, what do you really do? So it's like, if someone like Thunder Rosa, a former champion, is going to come back and be number six, where would, I I mean, anyone new would would knock her down even more. I mean, she may even get knocked, Thunder Rosa may even get knocked down even further because Ruby's back and getting hot. And Statlander, you know, when she gets back, she's hot. So, you know, so, and you, you keep bringing in, you, let's say you do bring in a Mandy Rose. Let's say you do bring in a Sasha Banks, you know, you're, you're knocking everyone else down the, down the slot. So, I mean, the thing with Mandy is, you know, she's striking while the, while the iron's hot, uh, her, her site went down for a few hours last week at, uh, I believe a $25 subscription and when mm-hmm. it came back up uh, hours later, the subscription rate was forty dollars. Mm-hmm. So you know you've got to strike while the iron's hot. You know because you know six months from now, will she be you know this this popular? So it's like if the if in the next six weeks she can get all the money, by all means get it, get it. She has the she has the body. Obviously she feels comfortable to doing it. So why not? You know I mean I I, I don't blame her at all. You know and. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I like I said, no one knows what's in her contract. Only she knows. So there was something in her contract that stated was like, hey, you 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 crossed the line. Because let's be honest, she was in NXT. Y'all know I love NXT. But it wasn't like she was on Fox. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like she was I on Monday Night, the, the flagship show Monday Night Raw. Yeah. So there there weren't two million people watching her. Um she was getting six fifty at the at the most. And so I think it was still under the radar of what she was doing. But then, you know, I pers- I think maybe someone like Mattel exactly. was like, hey, <laughs> you know, we have this toy, but she has toys also. So let's figure something out here, <laughs> you know. Um, and so I, I think it was a sponsored thing. And that's why, you know, I think things were done very, very quickly because yeah. it was it was right before your eyes. You saw what happened on Saturday with the, with TakeOver and then. Monday, it's like, hey, you know. You know what? Going uh into that, let me ask Matt Michael something right quick. In that article, it did say uh, WWE officials felt they were put in a tough position based on the content she was uh, posting on Brand Army's page. WWE officials, um, what is your take when you you read that part of this um, uh, story? You know, I equate it with... uh, (laughs) they realized that she was making money and uh, they weren't seeing a part of it. Mm. And that being, what about China? What about Tori Wilson? What about Mm. Sable? All Mm. these people who did Playboy, you know Mm. what the difference was? WWE. They they got that profit. Exactly. Mm. (laughs) They got a cut. And also at that time, you know, because a lot of people were going back and saying, well, what about, you know, X-Pac had a video or China had a video or or you exploited all these women in Playboy. But also at that time, that was 1990s. 
you know, mm-hmm. that was a whole different era. You know, their their sponsorship back then is nothing what it is now. You but know, they're we're we're in an era where they have two companies fighting to sponsor WrestleMania, Snickers and 2K, you know, and that's how it's been for the past, you know, several years. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's it's uh, people want to go back to Playboy. It's like, no, it's it's a whole different era. And but you're right though, I, I do believe um, you know, she was making a profit that the company wasn't seeing, but at the same time. She's had the site up for over a year. So she's been making a profit. Maybe not as much as it's been lately, but she's been making a profit, you know, that the company, you know, wasn't getting. It was just, it was, it wasn't the profit. It was the content, you know, and you said, you said a very good word. And that was the exploitive nature of the late nineties and the early two thousands. And what's interesting about this is that back then it was a business deal that the company had control over here it's her personal choice and as we're in a society now that's talking about women's rights of doing what they want to do with their own bodies this is a big example of that and you know someone like lana is making more money now than she made in the wwe and has had more success that she hasn't had to come back to wrestling apparently miro hasn't either but <laughs> the, uh, but you know but, but you know it's interesting that, you say that it's interesting you say, say that. that go ahead no i was going to say the same thing it's interesting you say that because i was going to um cross that over into tiktok because mandy was one of the very last few in the company who utilizes tiktok to a very you know high viewing uh, atmosphere if you've seen her tiktoks before <laughs> It was always Dana Brooke and Naomi and Lana and, you know, those women left. Mandy went to NXT. So Mandy has been doing a lot of TikToks with Gigi and JC, you know. Um, and now that you have one of the last TikTokers, you know, hardcore TikTokers, not to, you know, play on the word of hardcore, but, you know, to <laughs> on from the company, it's like you, you, you're, you're finding someone, you need to find someone now to be that TikToker in the company. And actually I've, you know, I've, like I said before, a big fan of NXT and Sol Ruka has been utilizing TikTok to a very huge extent lately. Um, almost better than, almost better than Mandy Rose. So I think Sol, um, besides being the next Charlotte Flair, uh, I can talk about that on a different day. Um, I think Sol is going to be that the, the female of WWE, that's going to be the, the TikTok, you know, person. Let me. I just, I, I just wanted to say something real quick, if that's okay. Here's, no, it's not. <laughs> but I'm still doing it anyways. Um, the biggest thing that 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 y'all said that was very interesting was a little bit earlier talking about meetings that were had where women have to show more skin, and that's something to where I kind of look at it too. What is the blueprint for a woman in the WWE to be successful as a female superstar? Is there a certain point to where you do have to be sexualized a little bit to a certain extent? Is that the expectation? And maybe that's for a different show at some point, because I've been seeing a lot of that, even with Bianca Belair being a little bit more sexualized as of late. Is that something that that that, like I said, is this kind of like WWE getting their their ass bit kind of because of this? She wanted to do this shit. She already was being sexualized in the first place. But there, there's a difference between being sexualized and, and having, you know, gear that shows your body. 
you know, if if you want to bring Bianca up, then we got to look back as to why maybe Bianca's body's been showing a lot lately. It's because Bianca just did a, a fitness competition mm-hmm. and won. That's why she's showing her body because she she was able to go through that process while still being champion, while still being on the road and walking in there and winning the competition. So, of course, she's going to show her body, you know, so that's different than what Mandy was doing. You know, like I said, it was it's it's an era of OnlyFans. We're getting teachers and nurses getting fired for their jobs because they were making so much money on OnlyFans. So, you know, now we can put pro wrestler in that category, you know, fire for their job because of what they were doing on a certain platform. Um, it, it has, she set a standard or precedent for, for other females, you know, to, to do something like this. I'm going to say no, you know, at least not between WWE and AEW, you know, maybe people on the Indies, some females on the Indies. I, there's a lot of females on the Indies who have only fans and so forth. Um, they may do it to make extra cash. You know, what do you want to do? Uh, Hey, I'm being flown out to the show on Saturday to make, you know, 500 bucks. I'm getting my hotel room Friday night. Why not, you know, put some content up real quick to make, you know, $2,000 and make it worthwhile of my trip, you know? So I, I, I can see more people on the Indies doing it, but as far as uh, I'm pretty sure uh, contracts may be uh, restructured now, mm-hmm. as far as this type, you know, we, we all know in the past, the third party, uh, uh, situation with WWE and, and other third-party sites that they recently reopened to let talent do recently, but I think there may be some restrictions on on uh, on that aspect again soon, at least based off of these type of sites. You know, tr- Twitch and Cameo, I mean, everyone's still free to, to do that based off of, you know, the working agreement, but, you know, a, a site similar to OnlyFans or so forth, I, I think there may be some restructuring of what can be done and what will happen if you push the envelope? Okay. Um, Let me. Um, what I find real quick, what I find uh, interesting, a lot of people don't realize is Mandy Rose is a real name, so she could walk elsewhere and be Mandy Rose. Let me jump right over now to Sin City, Steve. You've heard a lot now what's been going on. Uh, I'm sure you have uh, what your thoughts on on this and topic. And and being that you're a fan of AEW, what should, do you think this would be a place for her? Give me your thoughts overall on, on everything we've heard so far uh, in this segment. So I think that one thing to keep in mind is, of course, you know, it it, it would be it would be great for Tony Khan to go out and, you know, spend the money to get Mandy Rose, yada, yada, yada. Of course, the second that this stuff happened, that was, you know, the pervading talk online was, oh, well, she's going to be an AEW. I don't quite think so. If she's making genuinely as much money as what the figures have been floating online and she doesn't have to take any bumps. And yeah, I mean, it, it's just a better situation for her overall. Um, I much like, you know, I, I don't think that we'll see Sasha Banks in an AEW ring either. Um, and everybody was, was thinking that she was going to go to AEW as well. I think that, you know, it's the easiest thing to say is that, oh yeah, they're going to sign with AEW, but I genuinely don't think that that's going to happen in the long run. I think that these these ladies are seeing that there are ways to monetize their very own existence, and now they are going to do those monetization methods. Yeah, and on top of that, you know, um, I know you want to wrap up the segment, but let's be honest. I think more more people viewed Mandy Rose on her website than watch AEW Dynamite each week. <laughs> Could be. 
or Sorry. even watched her in her title reign. To be completely honest with you, yeah. Hey, NXT was NXT was pulling six fifty. She wasn't pulling that much. It wasn't off her ass. Here's here's one interesting thing. You know, the fans have uh, been you know kind of behind Mandy anti WWE for you know they'd like to be quote, behind Mandy. Firing. <laughs> well, I'd rather be behind Gigi. Here, here's 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 some some great internet stuff though. Um, in looking at some of the uh, comments about you know the OnlyFans type of stuff going on, <laughs> this one person said, "What's more pathetic than these prideless attention whores with no self respect? Are pathetic virgin losers who actually pay for that crap." <laughs> And uh, then another person said, a lot of simps on the net. Wonder if anyone told them there are sites they can see more for free. This is very true. So, <laughs> so it kind of ranges. You know, it's like there's all this hate, and then there's a totally different type of hate. It's like we can't find any satisfaction in going, hey, you know what? The thing that no one has mentioned is her fucking pictures were pretty damn artful. Yeah, it's simple. Yeah, it's fucking classy. It's not just fucking cooch, you know, fucking flashing and right. you know, seeing, yeah. you know, all that kind of crap you see, you know, for a lot of these, you know, school teachers and nurses who have OnlyFans. <laughs> no, can I have to be real. Can I be real though? Did they ever use her OnlyFans just to have a one-on-one conversation with her about her her WWE career? Instead of paying X amount of money at a convention or a WWE event, oh, it wouldn't surprise me at all, man. Because that, that would make more that, sense. I, yeah, I mean, <laughs> realistically, it wouldn't surprise me at all if that's what you know people are flooding her DMs with. And the 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 thing that really is, you know, I, I think that this is overlooked. Is yes, morality clauses exist in contracts that get signed, and Ultimately, everybody that tried to immediately jump in and just throw WWE into the fire. Okay. And I think I think Travis made a great point. We don't know specifically what's in her contract. If she had a morality clause in that contract, then okay, she signed the contract. She knew what it was. And as as he had mentioned earlier, WWE brass knew of the site. They knew what was going on on the site. So it yeah, there's no reason to to throw WWE under the bus on this. Uh, this is this is what it is. All yeah, right. I, I, it's funny because I've, I've I've heard people like, oh, she should sue WWE. Like, why? How? Why? Why? <laughs> what did, what did they do wrong? <laughs> it's like you know, I mean, come on. It's like no, it's 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 ridiculous, and you know, best for her, dude. And you know, honestly, like I said, out here in, in LA, her and Sonya have a donut shop, and it's really good donuts. Hopefully, um, Vegas. you know, I, Vegas too now. Oh, Vegas also. What's good. the name of their donut shop? Demandy's Donuts. Um, okay, that's what I thought. So you know, I'm sure it's going to be really popular come WrestleMania week, um, and so forth. So you know, she's she's going to do very well. I'm happy. You know, like I said, coming from that few days of you know a stalker showing up and wanting who legitimately said he wanted to just kidnap sonia but he wanted to kill mandy you know it's like coming from that and you know doing you know this was you know that that's a big turnaround in your life you know that because yeah. that was something scary that he was literally literally minutes away from executing his plan 
Yeah. You know, so that that's and it's good for her. Like, you, know, she's always been cool, always nice. I could see, you know, where some people aren't, you know, she's not someone's cup of tea, but it is what it is. And people want to talk about the title ring. But let's let's just be honest. WWE gets when they see numbers, they're going to stick with those and, and roll with it. You know, I can guarantee you when she won the title, there was no plan of 413. But when it got to, OK, mania, no call up. And, you know, no call up in July after money in the bank. Oh, hey, wait, she has how many days as champ? What's the number we're and, you know, it's it's I mean, it's being played out on SmackDown with the Usos and Roman. So no difference from someone in NXT doing it. And it was Mandy. Mandy was the one at the time. And it is what it is. You know, it's if, yeah. if people get butt hurt over that, then I'm sorry. But, you know, it's it's always been like that. So, yeah. Well, look here, man. Uh, Travis, we're going to continue through the rest of our, our account, man. Thanks for hanging out with us. No problem. I uh, I got to get some sleep. I really hope that, uh, you know, Rome can get a new intro for he's not in the south side of Vegas. Next time, maybe he could be in the, uh, the FCW. East side. Rome, you, you, you want me to do something from the east side? I, or the I, west I, side, the real west side? I don't know Vegas that well, so you can do whatever. <laughs> you just look like you, you need a help. So, um, <laughs> glad to be on. No doubt. Now I Tell John Cena he can get his uh, 35 minutes and 55 seconds of uh, fame on SmackDown next week. You know what? You know no what? Doubt. I will say this, guys. I really like inviting a guest over. I think we should do this uh, every once in a blue moon for three count. Just invite random people to come over for a three count. I think we'll start doing this from now on. Glad to be the first. <laughs> All right, brother. Thanks, man. You take care. All right. You guys have a good one. All right. No doubt. All right. Biggest bad boys of podcasting.